Need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Auto Parts. It's John Bozica, 10 until noon, Monday through Friday. Here on 1480 WHBC. So earlier this week, big news was announced by a former Cleveland Brown, actually. Carl Nassib is his name. And the news was announced earlier this week that Carl is the first openly gay player to play in the NFL now. And the importance of this maybe could not be stated as well by me, but maybe by others. So I go to the phone line now and I bring in from Equality Ohio, Gio Santiago. Gio, how are you this morning? Fine. How are you? Good. Doing well. Thanks for joining the program and uh, thanks for being part of this discussion today. I, I know that this discussion obviously means so much, not just to the world of football, but also so much to the um, LGBTQ community. And I I guess I wanted to ask you what you feel the importance of this news is, Gio. I mean, I think it's extremely significant, um, especially in the times that we are living in now where we're seeing so many anti-trans youth legislation within sports and the Save the Women's Sports Act. And so I think it's extremely vital to see that LGBTQ athletes are in the professional realm and they're coming out and they're talking about it. Yeah, no, absolutely. And and I guess I would ask what what this can do then for athletics, what this can do for LGBTQ youth that are looking to get into sports. You know, it gives um, people a sense of, of hope. They're, they're seeing themselves reflected in the sport. They are seeing themselves reflected in TV, and they're seeing the support from their counterparts and their peers. You know, a lot of athletes reached out and showed signs of support for Carl. And so that was a fabulous thing for young athletes to see because they're seeing the light at the end of the tunnel. And they're knowing that it's not the end. You know, we hear so much negative or no, you won't be accepted in sport. And now we're seeing that you will have the ability to be accepted in sport. Yeah. Yeah. Gio Santiago is my guest from Equality Ohio this morning talking about Carl Nassib. So moving forward, do you think that there will be others that will feel more comfortable now doing the same thing here, Gio? You know, I think the NFL is um, an interesting beast, so to say. So maybe not particularly in that sport. You know, we saw with what Carl did, you know, it broke down a few barriers with like toxic masculinity or what individuals who play certain sports are supposed to look and think and feel like. And so I think that that was a huge barrier that we saw, and he was able to kind of break through that a little bit. So, you know, we see in a lot of other sports, you know, most recently, like Laurel Hubbard, who's like the New Zealand weightlifter, you know, who's a trans athlete, and they'll be the first trans Olympian, you know. And so that was amazing to see. Or Shikari Richardson, who was just a beast on the track. I mean, literally burnt the track up, who – 
in her her acceptance speech of things said, you know, that her girlfriend helped her with some things. And so I think we are seeing a trend where so many athletes are becoming comfortable and saying, this is who I am and I'm proven to be the best in my sport or very good in it. And you're going to accept all of me. And so I think maybe not so much in the NFL, but we will continue to see it in other realms. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and it's interesting that you bring up the idea of toxic masculinity, because I know that that is so much of what some of the problems are within sports that, you know, I guess prevents someone like this from speaking out like this. What do you feel can be done, Gio, to kind of break that barrier down so that there is a sense that, you know, not everyone has to be so, you know, macho all the time? You know, I think having these situations happen, you know, like Carl coming out and saying this and just having open uh, dialogue and conversation is important because education is key. And, you know, we often hear that people say this doesn't happen or there's no trans athletes here or, or X, Y and Z. But we know that that is not true. And more than that people who are seen to have a little bit of status, when they say something, they are a little better received. And so the more we have these athletes and, and people um, in a little bit of power saying these things and advocating in a positive and educational way, that is very helpful. But people just living their authentic selves and having their conversations and that will be helpful also, you know, and I, I use my own self as an example. You know, I am, I am a trans individual, you know, and so I, am an athlete. And so having these conversations, it's important to say how this affected me as a kid. I would have loved to see myself reflected when I was 10 or 12 or 15 or 16. Um, and so knowing that, I think that keeps the train moving in a positive direction. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and that's interesting that you say that, that you say that, that it's impacted you, um, you know, and that it's been a part of your life when, when you think back through some of the things that you experienced throughout the years, being a, a trans youth and going through the sporting realm, what's, what were some of those things that, that you went through that you experienced that were um, hardships, I guess? You know, it's always the typical when you, when you're in high school and whatnot, you know, what, females play on which teams and how they identify. So normally it was like, if you were a softball player, you know, then you must be gay or even in, in soccer, you know, basketball is one of the ones that are kind of like, it's a, it's an in-between sport. And so as, as someone who was um, a pretty, a pretty good athlete and I was the captain of all the teams, I didn't deal with a lot of the negativity firsthand, but I heard it and even hearing it still, affects you a little bit and then you want to correct it like that's not necessarily true or just because I am doesn't mean my teammate is and so that is what we are asking you know of people you know there's uh the Save the Women's Sports um, bill right now in Ohio and so we're asking athletes that are in high school and in college to speak out you know send letters of testimony, go on our website and do that. Because if you're not telling your story, somebody else will, and they will put a spin on it with a negative narrative. And we don't want that. And so for myself, you know, I grew up playing soccer and basketball and softball, and I grew up watching both men and women and, and idolizing both. Because I mean, 
first off, it's sport. And so who would not want to say that the women's soccer team were amazing because they always have been. And so I think some of those barriers and, and trans athletes like myself who are now adults having these conversations saying, this is who I was as a 13-year-old girl, and this is who I am now as a 35-year-old man. And sports still transcended that. Gotcha. Gotcha. Gio Santiago from Equality Ohio. I appreciate the time this morning, Gio, and uh, appreciate the conversation. Great stuff, and uh, look forward to having this discussion again in the future. Thank you, and I appreciate you having me on here, and I just you know, ask that, like I said, everyone go to our website, equalityohio.org, and submit some testimony and call your legislators and continue to be a great ally. Gio, thanks for the time this morning. Thank you.